0: Hello, my listeners. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Wesso, the host of the podcast. I hope all of you are well and enjoying the goodness and mercy of God. We are in the middle of the series called Emotional Detox. Today we will talk about a subject known to all of us that many accept as something they will deal with their entire life and therefore don't do much about it. Today we will talk about rejection. Now, when we speak about rejection, I need to clarify that I am not talking about what we face when someone dislikes us. Not everyone will like us. And unless we intentionally provoke negative feelings in others, there is not much we can do about it. The rejection I'm talking about is what we feel and have accepted because we believe in a lie. It is a feeling we experience constantly that affects our self-image and how we see ourselves. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 23, 7, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This declaration means that we will act according to whatever we think of us. If we have a good self-image, we will be confident, and confident people have no problem developing healthy relationships and pursuing opportunities for promotion and even competing with others fairly. On the other hand, if we have a poor self-image or what we call low self-esteem, we will shrink ourselves in front of people. We consider ourselves less than others, less deserving of opportunities, and are very prone to developing codependent or abusive relationships. Rejection can also cause us to isolate ourselves or to limit ourselves from enjoying the whole abundant life Jesus came to give us. So let us unpack our subject. One of the definitions of rejection I like is the one according to the Cambridge Dictionary. It says that rejection is the act of not giving someone the love and affection they want or expect. We are rejected when others do not accept or value us for whatever reason. Rejection affects us to our core. Since one of our innate needs as humans is to be loved, It can affect every area of our lives. The worst part is that some people are so used to being rejected that they live expecting rejection and can misinterpret a simple no as a sign of rejection or do not know what to do when they are not rejected. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. A few months ago, I opened several social media accounts for work. I intended to keep those accounts just for my work contacts. I made the mistake of not announcing these new accounts in my personal social media, and unexpectedly, many personal friends asked to either follow me or befriended me in the new accounts. Since I wanted to use the new accounts just for work, I did not accept my personal friends or contacts in these new accounts. And to my surprise, a couple of people took the fact that I did not accept the request very seriously. Before I had the chance to explain to them that the other accounts were only for work contacts, they defriended me or stopped following me on my personal accounts because they felt rejected. The saddest thing was that I liked those friends and wanted to keep their friendship and the last thing I wanted to do was offend them. I believe that some people are easily offended by others, not because others are trying to make them feel bad, but because they have dealt with rejection so much that now they expect it. In other words, they believe the devil's lie that tells them they are not appreciated, loved, or accepted by others or as much as others. Rejection is a seed, my friends. If we allow Satan to sow that seed in our hearts, it can grow fast and so big that it can affect us and our future generations. The worst part is that Satan is clever and sows seeds of rejection, not in strong and mature hearts, for he knows those hearts will not allow rejection to grow in them. He sows seeds of rejection mostly in young and immature hearts. Children are little naive sponges who easily believe what others tell them. If you suffer from rejection, the seed of rejection was probably sown in your heart when you were a child. That is why we need to be very careful of what we tell children. Please do not hear what I'm not saying. Some parents nowadays are afraid to even say no to their children, and they do not discipline their children because they see discipline as something negative. No child feels rejected because he or she is disciplined when they have done something that merits discipline. Rejection comes from words or actions we hear or experience unfairly. Let me give you a biblical example of what I'm talking about. Many people were rejected in the Bible. The one who experienced rejection the most throughout his ministry and on the cross was Jesus. But today I want to talk about another biblical character. Go with me to Genesis 29 and we are going to read a few verses. Let's start reading verses 16 and 17, which say, Now Laban had two daughters. The elder's name was Leah, and the younger's name was Rachel. Leah's eyes were delicate, but Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. We see here how the Bible describes two young ladies. Leah, Laban's oldest daughter, is described as having delicate eyes. Some people believe the word delicate here is used to describe weakness. She had weak eyes. In other words, Leah needed glasses. The Bible describes Rachel as a beautiful young woman. Now, nowhere in the Bible does it say that Leah was ugly. All we know is that Rachel was prettier than her sister. If you know the story, you know that Jacob met Rachel first and felt in love with her at first sight. He then made a deal with Rachel's father to work seven years for Rachel's hand in marriage. Since it was customary that the oldest daughter would marry first, Laban did something evil. Genesis 29 verses 21 through 25 tells us, Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go to her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. It came to pass in the evening that he took Leah his daughter and brought her to Jacob, and he went to her. And Laban gave his maid Silpa to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came to pass in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And Jacob said to Laban, what have you done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I serve you seven years? Why then have you deceived me? See how the devil used Laban? Not only did he lie to Jacob, but also insulted and humiliated Leah and put enmity between Leah and Rachel all in one dumb decision. He did not only disrespect Leah, but also made her prone to Jacob's rejection for he did not love Leah he was in love with Rachel can you imagine how she felt instead of being cherished by her father she was rejected by her father her husband and her sister the bible tells us in job chapter 3 verse 25 that what we fear comes upon us once we allow rejection in our hearts because we fear experiencing rejection again, we attract it. We attract what we fear. Examine your life and see if this is not true. Let me share my experience with rejection as an example of this. My mother was a chubby child and suffered ridicule from her family because of her weight. Having experienced rejection for her weight, it was the last thing she wanted me to experience. The problem was that my mother didn't know better. When she saw that as a young child, I was bigger than my twin brother, who by nature is very thin to this day, she started putting me on horrible diets. And since I was always hungry to help me, she told me that to be fat is to be ugly. She was unintentionally rejected me for my appearance. Now, this is very common. Some parents give their children a wrong self-image without even realizing what they are doing. Please understand that I'm not judging my mother for what she did. She had good intentions, but my reality is that she messed me up. I believed that lie, and since I fear rejection because of my weight, every adult who was familiar to me every time they saw me, instead of asking me how I was doing, would first tell me how I looked either fatter or thinner since the last time they saw me, because what you fear you attract. I cannot even start to describe how this affected me as a child, as a teenager, and as a young woman. I lived a life of rejection, not because I was not worthy of acceptance or because I was rejected for real in my life. The opposite was my truth. My parents, my friends, and the church members have always loved me. I have always been very popular with my peers and I have never really lived a life of rejection, but I felt rejected most of my life. Rejection, my friend, comes to us through what we hear, what we see, and what we experience. Anything we see, hear, or experience can make us feel rejected. Some people believe the lie that they are ugly like I did. Still others accept lies such as they are not lovable or intelligent or worthy of affection or forgiveness, or maybe good enough or as valuable as others for numerous reasons. Sadly, because we value the opinion of those close to us more than the opinion of strangers, those close to us have a higher chance of making us feel rejected. Now, the fact that I said Satan starts sowing seeds of rejection in our hearts when we are young does not mean he stops sowing those seeds as we age. As long as we are emotionally or spiritually immature, Even mature adults can allow a root of rejection to grow in their hearts after a divorce, a breakup, or a job loss. In other words, some people must fight against rejection constantly, but for Christians, that doesn't have to be the story of our lives. Now, it is essential for us to see that rejection makes us hurt people because hurt people hurt others. Cain felt rejected by God, and killed his brother. Leah rejected Rachel because she kept giving sons to Jacob and Rachel couldn't. Even Jacob, their husband, had a very dysfunctional relationship with his twin brother, Esau, because Isaac, their father, showed greater love to Esau than to Jacob. Rejection, my friend, breaks us and it's easy to hurt others because we are broken. Sometimes we even justify the pain we cause because we feel rejected. I guarantee you that the people who stopped following me or defriended me in social media feel their action is justified because I did not accept a request in the first place. The reality is that my feelings for them had nothing to do with me not accepting them in my work account. The good news is that we don't have to live feeling rejected. Getting the root of rejection out of our hearts and living a rejection free life is possible. It is not easy and requires us to abide in Christ, but it is possible. If you are ready to start detoxing your life from rejection, let me give you a few steps to follow. First, you must repent from believing the lie that you are not accepted, smart, pretty, valuable, or whatever caused rejection to come into your heart. Sometimes we need to repent of more than just one lie, but let's start with the one that comes to you first. Second, if you don't know who the person who planted the seed of rejection in your life is, you will have to ask the Holy Spirit to show him, her, or them to you, for you need to forgive them. As I said, most people who make us feel rejected are used by the devil, and in most cases, do not want to harm us. Then you will need to replace the lie you believed that made you feel rejected with a truth. For this, you must find a verse about whatever area of your life that has been affected by rejection. In my case, it was my self-image. I had to find verses in the Bible that spoke about self-image. Since sadly, sometimes it is easier to accept a lie than the truth, you will have to read, meditate on, and memorize those verses until they become your new truth. The last step is the most important. You will need to accept the unconditional love of God the Father as your absolute truth. You will need to make the fact that God accepts you the supreme and most valuable truth in your heart. Isaiah 49, 14, and 15 tells us, Yet Jerusalem said, The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that was possible, I will not forsake you. In Psalms 27.10 tells us, Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. My friends, God will never reject us. People of God, you will have to accept that because the world is broken, the world will always try to break you. Therefore, you will have to accept that only God's opinion matters in your life. Once you make that your truth, you might be tempted to accept rejection when people reject you. But it is just that, a temptation. And through Christ in us, our hope of glory, we can say no to every temptation. Do I still struggle with my weight? Yes. Do I feel ugly or unaccepted because I'm not 110 pounds? Of course not. Does weight matters? You bet it does. It affects our health, but doesn't have to affect our self-worth. Your sibling might be prettier, more intelligent, taller, shorter, or faster than you, but that doesn't affect your value, just as the fact that you might be prettier, taller, shorter, or faster than other people make you more valuable than them. As far as we are concerned, the only one we need to compare ourselves with is Christ, who loves us no matter how we look, speak, and is not worried about our IQs. When you accept that you are worth the blood of Christ, there is nothing the devil can do to mess with your value. When you accept that God gave his son, that Jesus gave his life, and that the Holy Spirit puts up with all our messes because they loved us, who cares about people's opinions? Don't get me wrong. We all want to be accepted, valued, and loved. But the truth is that if we feel accepted, valued, and loved by God, we will be accepted, valued, and loved by others. It is impossible not to because when you feel love, you give it. And since we get what we give, we get love back. Sometimes my family looks at me funny because they know I don't care what people think of me. I do my best to represent Christ well always, but I have learned that people's opinions of me change all the time. In the past, I used to feel terrible when some people rejected me. Now I realize that I don't even remember some of those people's names. I have stopped living a rejected life. My family, detox your life from rejection. If Christ lives in you, you are loved and you are accepted by him. Live the life Jesus paid for you to have. For more information about our ministry or to invite me or someone from my team to speak at your church, please write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.